0: Real business owner, real business
1: owner. Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from.
0: Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose.
1: You want to be an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, don't give up. You
0: learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 118 with myself, Trevor Cowley, as always. Kale Goodman. What's up? Guys, today we want to talk a, uh, about a topic that one is, you know, kind of affecting us mm. as well, right? A lot of the things that we discuss are things that either we've been through or that we're currently going through, right? And some of the strategies or some of the things that we're trying to do to you know, get through whatever the issue is or whatever's going on in our business or even our personal life, right? And this kind of has a little bit to do with both. Mm -hmm. Um, And today we want to talk about distractions. Um, I think right now the world is at an all-time high when it comes to distractions. Uh, I would say the majority of people are kind of, you know, vibrating maybe at a lower frequency than maybe what they did in 2019. They're feeling exhausted, tired, worn down, There's this, uh, you know, this thing called COVID. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. (laughs) Uh, You know, the the news media, the fear, all of that stuff, the propaganda is at an all-time high. And it's really putting people in a situation where they're not focused on what they should be focused on. And when you're not focused on what you should be focused on, you feel different. You feel like that you're in a low place because you're not accomplishing anything Yeah. because you're distracted. Your your focus is actually taken from the things that you should be focused on and put on something that doesn't move the needle. That's mm-hmm. not going to make your life better, I right. guess is kind of the right way to put it. But, you know, me personally, I have felt it. Uh, I've had more funks probably within the last year and a half than I've ever had before. Amen to that. Um, and, even trying to control everything that you have the ability to control. Look, we're, we're all on social media. Everybody that's listening to this podcast is probably heavy on social media. That's probably how you found us, right? And there's a lot of stuff going on on social media that's just talk. And it's, again, just a distraction, right? right. The vaccine stuff, the COVID stuff, the Afghanistan stuff. I mean, you, there's so much going on in the world right now that's going to pull your attention away from the things that are most important, yeah. your finances, your family, your fitness, mm-hmm. you know, your faith, whatever it is, right? There's there's better things that we could be putting our attention on, mm-hmm. but yet we're giving it away to things that ultimately aren't serving us. Therefore, we're not accomplishing as much. So in turn, we feel like that we're in a low place. Let's right? be
1: real, man. They're just, cr- they're doing a really good job of just cramming down our faces. Oh, like yeah. I've never been one to go look for the media, right? And hear yeah. what's going on in yeah. the political environments or or the scope of things. And at the end of the day, man, you can't avoid it because we're on social media, you know, we're active, we're commenting, we're DMing, but this shit just shows up in your feed, Yeah, you know? Like I, I didn't even know what was going on to Af- in Afghanistan until about two days in, then I was like bombarded with it, right? Yeah. And same thing with all the COVID stuff. And it's like, you, you detach from it, you feel like, okay, I'm pulling out of a funk. And then dude, that shit just sucks you right back in. One little thing triggers you and so you back in because it it triggers those beliefs right Mm -hmm. triggers of beliefs where you're like whether wherever you stand on the the covet and all this stuff like man when it's infringing on your freedoms and your rights and you're against it it's like oh man that's not right and then you you find yourself being sucked back into it and so i've personally had to get really good at just being like oh dude i'm not even gonna read anymore i'm not gonna read the comments i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna get sucked back into this because i have noticed same thing as you man I'm this last year and a half more funks than ever. Yeah. And I'm just like fighting out of it. Okay. i am finding a little momentum. I'm feeling good again. And he gets sucked back into it. And you realize, especially if you are, you know, pretty aware -aware, person,
0: you're
1: like, you know, when you're getting sucked back in and out of these things. And so, you know, I, I totally agree with you, dude. There's, there's, it's hard it's hard to uh, stay away from that, but you've you've got to heighten your awareness around that and just stay out of it, right? And so, uh, but at the same time, it's like you got to speak against it too, you know. Yeah. So it's it's really hard. It's difficult. You know, it's like how much how much do you allow it to affect you, but how much do you spread awareness on your beliefs of it so more people will fight against it? And so, mm. I totally I totally it's, vibe. Yeah, with it.
0: it's it's a weird balancing act, and and. The reality is is if there's guys like us at, at the level that we're at feeling what we feel over the last year and a half, mm-hmm. that means a lot of people are feeling that that might not be at the, the, the best situation financially yeah. or whatever it may be. They could feel even more drained or more exhausted and have even more distraction because maybe their concerns are financial concerns. Luckily, we're in a situation where we don't necessarily have to worry about you know what money's coming in or out of the account. Um, as much as some, right? right? Like if the mortgage comes out, we don't notice it right. missing, right? right? Money missing out of the account. And, and you know, we put ourselves in that situation, obviously, based upon what we've done over the last 10 years. So we're blessed to obviously be in that situation. But the reality of this situation is is if you understand that the majority of people are distracted, the majority of people are feeling low, Right. that's an opportunity for you to kind of put your blinders on and get focused. Mm -hmm. Because when everybody else is distracted and you're focused, you're gonna make leaps and bounds versus other people in your industry. There's been a lot of companies over the last year and a half that have grown a lot. And those companies are individuals that have continued to stay focused on what they're trying to accomplish and create some separation from their competitors that are feeling distracted, that are getting pulled in many different directions and kind of giving too much attention to the wrong things, mm-hmm. right? So yes, you should be strategic and kind of stand up for your beliefs, whatever those beliefs are. But at the same time, it shouldn't be you know, your main focus. Yeah. Don't buy into everything that's being sold right, right. now. Um, because I think that the world or whatever that U.S. or the media, they want you distracted. They want you afraid. They want you distracted so that yeah. you're that you're a weaker individual. A weaker individual, a distracted individual, is easier to control.
1: No, that's why that's why it is important to speak on it sometimes when you see these things, especially headlines. You're yeah. like, oh, another fear tactic. But that shit works on ninety percent of people. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, you feel like it's um, an obligation to like share that and be like, yo, this is just a fear tactic. Don't buy into this bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you're like, dude, you know, you don't want people to get sucked into that, but you get sucked into it a little bit at the same time, and so I mean, you know.
0: here's the deal. I mean, I th- I think the reason why, and again, I I feel like that we're pretty good about this in terms of no matter how we feel, still showing up and doing what we need to do. But is that at eighty percent? Is it at ninety percent? Or is it really at a hundred percent? Right. You know, there's there's standards, and then there's feelings, yeah. and the majority of people utilize their feelings in order to dictate the decisions that they're making. They're very reactive. Instead of responding, they react to situations. And so you have to have a set of standards, some things that you're going to honor and things that you're going to follow because there's going to be many situations that will try to distract you or pull you away from things. And if you have a checklist, so to speak, or your Mm -hmm. list of non-negotiables that you're going to do every single day that you know is going to serve you, then you're going to put yourself in a situation where you have a higher probability of success, not being as distracted as the other person or the individuals that are right. working, making decisions based upon how they feel. Because if people are making decisions on based on how they feel right now, the majority of people are, you know, in in fear mode, yeah. and there's not a whole lot of good decisions that happen when you're in the in, in a in a fear emotion, right? Right, and so. The idea is putting yourself in a situation to be as successful as possible with all of the distractions that are that are out there right now. And we did a an Instagram story a few weeks ago, you know, talking about if you're feeling like you're in a low spot, you're probably not doing some of the things that you used to be doing mm-hmm. when you felt better, mm-hmm. right? So the idea is use your brain, the re- which is a record of the past, look into your past Analyze some of the things that you used to do when you were operating at a high level or when you were feeling good, right? And then start doing those things again. I guarantee you, if you're in a lower spot now than what you were last year or six months ago or whatever it is, you've let some things slip. You've, You've let some of the distractions kind of take hold and, you know, that's operating You at this point, you're making decisions based upon those distractions rather than the standard that you set for yourself, right? And so, you know, successful people do what's required and and then some. Right. And right now I think there's people just kind of showing up, going through the motions in their business, you know, giving themselves credit that they're showing up. They're they're there, right, but they're really not trying to move the needle. They're really not making big decisions right now because they're kind of waiting to see what happens, right? Yeah, And those that are playing the waiting game are going to ultimately be lapped by the individuals that are still honoring a certain standard that they set for themselves. And so go back to some of those things that you were doing that were serving you when you were one, productive, and secondly, feeling a lot better about yourself or about life in general, right?
1: I fully agree with you. And then at the same time, not to contradict that, but also figure out some new things too right and and the reason i say that and i want to hear some of the things that you're doing to help pull yourself out of out of some shit but i will share um i felt like it was a trifecta for me man like when this whole corona thing happened, I was starting to build my house. I was like, I never ever felt scared of the coronavirus. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. I'm gonna be working on my house. Yeah. I'm gonna be working on my business. I'm gonna be working on my family. Like I'm not even gonna get like sucked into all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I did a pretty good job of that for a while. Yeah. But then after I moved into my house and things started settling in, some fear started creeping in. But it was fear not of the coronavirus, of what was going on politically and and in and, and economically. I'm like, man, is this gonna affect my people at work? Yeah. You know, like, what what can I be doing to make sure that we are, as you say, moving the needle, right? And so I'm, like, full-on going in work mode, and I'm trying to avoid all this corona, but I'm, I'm working out of this fear this fear mindset of trying to, you know, do everything we can to, to shield our company. Uh, but, man, I had a new baby, building a house, work's always keeping us busy. We're still trying to travel even, uh, you know, through all this coronavirus. We're in our stupid fucking mask. You know, mm. we're doing all this stupid shit. Yeah. And so, dude, I, I got so detached from doing other things too, that I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like I, I kind of lost who I was for a little bit, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I, I know you've gone through this too. Yep. And so recently, and, I, and I've pulled myself out and I get motivated and I, and I get sucked back in and, you know, I've been on this weird little roller coaster just like you have, but man, lately I'll tell you, you know, my wife had, past friends I didn't even know reach out to. It's like, Hey, let's go out. Let's do this. Let's go see this band. Let's go, uh, let's go to the bar and uh, there's a show going on or let's, Hey, let's have a birthday party for your wife and meeting new people and making new relationships, having our company retreat that like good. that yeah. really, I felt like helped me pull some things out, uh, or pull me out of some things. Because sometimes you're in a rut and you don't even know it. Yeah. And then you and then you start experiencing some new things, some new people, some new environments, some new you know uh, events, and you're like, holy cow, man! I was in a rut and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> and so, but I'll tell you also, just really getting focused on new things as well, like writing. Like I've always been networking. Mm-hmm. I've always been doing things, things for our company to help move it. But at some point now, we're delegating a lot of that to guys like Kayson and Tyler and some of our leaders in the company. And so hiring a coach in a couple different areas. Like I've hired Brad to help me with all of our writing, getting Nick deep in that with Corey and like really strategizing and figure out new things and new ways to market. That's also pulled me out of some things too. And so, you know, getting back to things like Trevor's saying is so valuable, but also trying new things as well and exploring mm, other things as well I like and that. being committed to it. I feel like has really helped me as well. Uh, personally in, in, in everything that's been going on.
0: I like that. Um, you know, the, And and there's a reason, one of the reasons I did the 37 miles on my 37th birthday was to distract me from the distractions that are going on in the world. Because if you bite off something big uh, and you challenge yourself, you don't have room to to let whatever's going on out there in the world distract you. When you're hyper-focused on something that's large, a large commitment that you made. And so really what I'm trying to say is, high achievers, successful people, the greats, they challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't wait for the world to challenge them. Exactly. They don't wait for somebody else to put a challenge out there to go out there and try to see what their best self mm-hmm. is, right? Nobody told me that I needed to go do 37 miles, but I did it. Nobody told you that you needed to start phase one, mm-hmm. but you called yourself out yep. at whatever point and you reconciled some thoughts and you're like, fuck, I need to get back on this groove of of. High achieving, exactly. performing at a certain level. Nobody told Kel that he had to do that. But again, that becomes, you know, uh, an individual that's self aware becomes an individual that can call themselves out mm-hmm. in those moments when they're feeling low. Now, the idea is to try to catch it a little bit quicker, right? You can feel a lull coming on, and it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever. Try to catch it as soon as you possibly can and make adjustments. I think a lot of people hunker down and they try to weather the storm yeah. when they're feeling a lull or they're exactly. they're distracted. And yeah, so they're this just... This shall pass. Yeah, and exa- that's true to it, a point. It is. Right? But you got to do something about it. Exactly. Yeah. Don't don't wait for something else to dictate how you feel and hunker down and wait for something to bypass you in order to perform at your, at your best, yeah. whatever your best is, right? And so, again, he... My guess is by the time he's done with that, he's going to be in a whole different mindset than the day that he started Mm -hmm. that. And it's what? Phase one is what? 30 days or something? Yes, it's 30 days. It's a, it's a, it's a 30 day. And Nobody went to him and said, hey, go do phase one. Nobody said do, do you know, 37 miles. Nobody told me to get a pilot's license yeah. or try to get one fuck. Those guys are running me through the ringer right now. <laughs> Nobody told Kel to write a book. Yeah. Nobody, you know, told him to go hire a copywriter coach, right? Mm-hmm. This is all money that we're spending. You know, I'm 10 or 12 grand deep in, in flight training, yeah. and he's seven, eight grand deep in copywriting. Yeah. This is individual self-improvement. That all and again, it's forcing us to stay focused on the things that we're trying to accomplish. We're getting better as individuals are hunkering down, trying to weather the storm. Yeah, there's something that you could be doing right now if business is a little bit slower or whatever. Again, if you're a restaurant, I don't know. Some businesses are slower. Some businesses are hitting records. Right. right. Everybody's a little bit different. Um, but the individuals that are that are hitting records are individuals that you know we see are pretty much just doing the right thing every single day. Right. Right. And so if you're lost and you're confused and you're, you know, at a lull, I would say that the next thing for you to do is make whatever the next decision is, make sure it's the right decision. Yeah. Okay. Not based upon how you feel, because if you're exhausted and tired, you think the right decision might be going to take a nap or going to fall asleep or whatever it is. The right decision is the right decision, no matter how difficult that decision is, and that could be getting up and moving your body. Yep. If you're in a lull and you're not feeling your best, move your move your body, yeah. move your blood around a little bit, get the dopamine to start dripping down into the brain, so that you could start feeling better. Yeah. And I think that you know a lot of people need to do a better job at just calling themselves out and saying look, I am in a situation where I have been trying to weather the storm, waiting for this thing to pass. I mean, imagine if somebody literally just kind of froze, they would have been froze for 18 months now because originally we kind of thought this thing would two weeks flatten the curve. Cool. Flatten that shit, you know, and let's move on with our life. Some people, high level people that, you know, coaches are like, oh, I think this thing will blow over in the next three to six months. It'll all work itself out. You know, (laughs) here we are a year and a half later. So, (laughs) I put a lot of faith in, you know, what they were saying because they were high level people, very respected. You know, they're smarter than me. They probably can see something that I don't see, but they were wrong, you know. (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, so here we are a year and a half later. And and, and again, we haven't really even talked about distractions, right? And there's tons of distractions normally anyways on a day-to-day basis, you know, Um, whether it's sporting events, whether it's whatever it is even without COVID, there's always distractions, right? right? The news is always trying to say this, 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 whatever, right? And and control your thoughts and the way that you think and put you in a situation where you just don't feel the best about yourself. Hell, that's what fucking marketing 101 is pretty much like, yeah, you might be cool, but you'd be cooler with these Nikes or you'd be, you know, look at this person. He drinks Sprite, you know, LeBron James or whatever, (laughs) right? And so it's all, all marketing is and media is, is, making you feel less than if you don't have something, right? And so I think there's two types of people in the world. One right now, the people that are scared and they have fear because they're buying all the propaganda. Mm-hmm. And then there's, there's people that aren't buying it and watching the people in fear, they're angry. Yeah, I'm more angry than I am scared yeah. that and people are walking around mm-hmm. with that much fear that they're letting other people dictate how they should live their life. But
1: are they really scared? Or are they just buying into... Well, this bullshit that's going on. Because if you were really that scared, you'd just get your ass healthy. If you're like, oh, I'm so that's scared of true. the coronavirus. That's true. And these guys are, they, they're putting me in jeopardy, blah, 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 blah. That's all bullshit, man. Yeah. If you're really scared your ass, you know, for the last 18, 19 months, your ass would have just got yourself in shape. You would have got your health in order, right? But so many people are walking around drinking their Mountain Dews and they're, you know, pounding their Twinkies and then they're yelling to other people for not, you know, wearing masks and, and getting vaccines. And it's yeah. like, if you were that scared, bro, you'd just get your own health in order. Yeah. Worry about your damn self, right? Yeah,
0: that's, that's... <laughs>
1: That's a whole other topic. Though. Yeah. That's
0: putting, putting a band-aid on a big ass cut. It ain't working. It ain't stopping the bleeding. You know? So
1: but I had a kid I had a kid hit us in the DMs this week, man, and he's like, you know, I got into sales because I love you guys' podcast and I'm on the top team in some, you know, door to door company and it started off great. And uh now I'm struggling. I'm in a rut. I don't know what to do and i'm like dude you're probably just lacking confidence cuz you're not pushing yourself create a challenge man mm-hmm. take on a challenge there's like the best way to pull yourself out of this shit sometimes is to create a challenge and sometimes people are like well i don't know how to create a challenge well i'm like go go jump into like 75 hard oh and he's snooty he comes back with oh so that's the problem that's the solution to all the problems just do 75 hard I'm like no, dude. But I'm just saying, you're not pushing yourself. Therefore, you're lacking confidence. Therefore, you're not making sales. If well, you really want to do something, you want to, you want to like really increase your sales. You can't do what everybody else is doing in the organization. You need to, yeah. cut, you need to really push yourself. Well, we're we're, we're working from seven a.m. to till till ten p.m. I said, well, I think we found the problem, dude. You're full of excuses. Like at the end of the day, you're working from 7 till 10 p.m., which is bullshit. I've done yeah. door to door. Yeah. I know that nobody works middle of the day. They work the morning trying to catch people at home. They work the evening trying to catch yeah. people at home. You you're telling me you can't go hours. fit in a challenge? Chow- yeah. yeah. You got so. six
0: hours in the middle of that somewhere in the dead... Dead, yeah. dead, dead of the day. People that really
1: it. want it are going to find a way. Okay? And that's what high achievers do. They find a way, not an excuse. And at the end of the day, if you can't create your own challenge and push yourself, go jump on a challenge like 75 hard. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Go hire a personal trainer. That's what I did. Like, yeah. man, I'm not pushing myself in my workouts. I hire a trainer. I can go push myself. I know I can, but I wasn't. So I hired a trainer because I needed to get better workouts. I need to push myself to actually gain strength and get the results that I wanted to get. And so that's what people need to realize, man. Like when you're in this, in this like environment or this, this place that you're like, I'm not really pushing myself. I'm not getting the results that I want. I'm not making the sales that I want. I'm in a rut. It's like, dude, jump on a challenge, create a challenge. If you have the ability to create a challenge and push yourself without hiring someone great do it. But if you can't go find somebody that's got the results that you want and jump in their structure and have their help pushing yourself or pushing you and helping hold you accountable to get the results that you want. And that's a good
0: way to get yourself out of a rut. Well, I mean challenges, any form of a challenge, whether it's 75 hard. And again, he doesn't really like, I don't think it's a program. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He don't like the word challenge or whatever. Um, but any anything that you do that challenges you forces you to live with a little bit more intent exactly. every single day right the problem is is he got in a rut because he he initially started door to door he had this intent this excitement for something mm-hmm. that's new and different he had an intent to to prove himself inside of an organization or company he probably went there started making sales doing good and now he doesn't have any intent. He's just kind of going through the motions and he's not feeling fulfilled. There's zero purpose behind it. Right. Right. And so if he doesn't have any sort of purpose behind it of what he's trying to accomplish and no real intent, of course, you're going to find yourself in a very low spot. Right. And so for me, when I did 75 hard, the moment that you wake up, the very second that you peel your eyes open, your first thought starts going to what can I do to start chipping away at this? I have a lot to get done today outside of 75 hard right plus i've got this thing these tasks that i have to do today mm-hmm. so the second you wake up you're like okay can i start drinking water can i start do i do my 10 pa- 10 pages of reading do i should i go out and go for yeah. a run or walk or hit my first workout of the day or whatever it is but the idea is to live with a little bit more intent and so when i was doing the 37 miles again, I had to have more intent. I had to have intent. Okay, I'm going to do this. And then at this time, I'm going to leave and I'm going to go do 15 miles. And you're mapping out your days a little bit better. When you're mapping out your days and you map it out with intent, it seems like more shit's getting done. Mm-hmm. So it's not even necessarily, even if you're even if you're not at a, uh, in a lull or a, at a low place right now, but you don't feel like you're accomplishing a lot, take on a challenge, some sort of challenge. I don't care what it is. It could be a challenge of, You know, I'm going to, it could even be one of the things of 75. I'm going to read 10 pages a day, or I'm going to drink a gallon of water a day. Why? Because you know it's good for you and you know it's going to serve you. Right. The question is, is when's the last time that you really did challenge yourself? Mm -hmm. When's the last time that you lived with more intent? When's the last time that you tried something new? And a lot of people are going through life right now especially the last year and a half kind of on autopilot walking around the world like they're zombies in the matrix right yeah. like they're just kind of clock in clock out go hunting uh, going through the motions yep. you will not accomplish a lot going through the motions and if you're not accomplishing a lot you're not going to feel very confident if you're not feeling very confident then you're going to find yourself in a very low place yep. and so the idea is what can you do to call yourself out right now kel called himself out. I want a trainer. You know, I, need, I want to get better in one area. Oh, copywriting, I'm gonna hire a coach. And so you guys need to figure out areas that you're lacking that need improvement and create some sort of structure around it. If you can't create the structure around it, then call yourself out and hire somebody that can hold you accountable and help create structure in your life. We just barely hired a lady. As we continue to grow, you guys need to understand, systems and processes are always gonna be evolving. Mm -hmm. And when you first start a business, you don't have a whole lot of systems and processes because it's one, two, three people. You just fucking talk to each other, like, yo, call this person. Yeah, Yo, you know. It's just tactical. Do, 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 go, go, go. Exactly, everyone's just doing what they need to Mm -hmm. do, right? And then as you continue to hit new levels, you have to start getting organized. We already know if we're at a $10 million level and we want to go to $20 million, we have to go through and revamp systems and processes. Yeah. We already know that we need to do that to make it better so that it's even more scalable, right? Mm-hmm. It, you're, you're only as scalable as, as you are organized, right. right? And so what we did is... You know, we we we'll put a couple things in place. Hey, do this twenty four hour turnaround times in terms of callbacks or emails. You know, little teeny changes and tweaks. But what we decided to do is, if we want to revamp the entire systems and processes in our company, let's hire somebody that that's all they do. Right, is systems and processes right? Let's bring somebody in that can hold us accountable to certain deadlines a day. Hey, I want you guys to get me this information back and I want it done by next week when we meet again. Cool. Yep. You know. So again, putting yourself in a situation where you can call yourself out and say, you know what, if I'm not going to honor this or I've let it slide a little too long for two months, three months, six months, and I still haven't get it got it done, then you need to put yourself in a situation where you can get it done, and you, you've you proven that you haven't been able to do it, so therefore, seek out help. Mm-hmm. Seek out somebody that's good at doing the thing that you need help with and pay the fucking money. Yeah, quit looking at it as a cost. It's like, an investment
1: you have to invest into these things in order to go to the next level. Sometimes that letting go of that money is just like another piece of the accountability. Like, man, I paid for this. I need to help see it through. So you got to look at it as like the cost is really a tool and it really, it's not even a cost, it's an investment. And it's a tool to help hold you accountable to see it through because every time you see it through, it just builds a little bit more confidence, man. It's just like throwing a little bit more money in the confidence bank, you yeah. know? And it's what it, that's really what it comes down to. It's like every time when Wendy gives us a, a new system and process to implement and we see it through and we see the benefit of it, it's like, damn, that gives us a little bit more confidence to implement the next task that she gives us on the next system and process that we develop with her. You know what I mean? And now we have a little yeah. more confidence you in know, not only
0: creating more systems and processes, but our brand as a whole. All together, yeah. You know what I think the, the probably the main issue is? when things are, let's say, disorganized in your life or whatever it is, there's there's issues going on in your business yeah. and you're already feeling that you're at a, at a low place or you just don't feel motivated to make those changes. So you just deal with the disorganization of things mm-hmm. because it's easier just to deal with that than address something head on and have to go through the hard shit to ultimately make it easier later. And so, we already know and even the team, the 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 leaders that we have on our team met with them this morning. Okay? Told them flat out, guys, this is going to get harder before it gets easier. Yeah. We are doing this to make things easier down the road, right. not make it easier for us right now. Yeah. And I think too many people are trying when they're in a low spot, they're trying to make their life easier. Right. They're they're taking things out of their life that does serve them but it might take a little bit of discipline and consistency is difficult when you're at a, again a low place and that, right and
1: that's when all the shiny objects or distractions show up man that's it's when like, it
0: all starts showing up and shit's so try
1: and pull your focus away from it
0: The idea is be okay going through some difficult shit to make your life easier. Mm -hmm. And if you're at a low spot, you have to start doing some difficult things to make your life easier or to pull yourself out of that. And that's the last thing you want to do when you feel like you're at a low spot is do difficult shit. And so then we just keep putting it off and then we end up in the same situation for one year, two years, five years, 10 years. Next thing you know, you're fucking 60 years old and looking back at your life and you didn't do shit because you were on autopilot because you didn't want to do anything different difficult to pull you out of that situation.
1: Now, then you're uh, going to be calling yourself out when you're, when you're 65 on and you're, your deathbed. And you're going to be like, damn, I was really average. I, fucked I just up. stayed average. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have
0: done. That's I, yeah. when you
1: start calling yourself out. I should have done. Yeah. I should have done this a little bit better or harder. I should have committed a little bit more. Don't
0: find out all the things that you should have been doing <laughs> on your fucking deathbed. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because that 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 that's gonna hurt. Yeah. You know, that'll put you to sleep even quicker. Yeah. You know? So call yourself out uh, now. Yeah. Not later. I just know that there's there there's just a lot of people struggling right now, and we get it. We we struggle too. We're no different than any one of you guys. And so we want we wanted to create an episode that kind of details out some of the things that we do to try to call ourselves out when we're not performing at our peak or not operating at our best. Yeah. Um, and anytime we go down to whether it's a fly on Friday or meet meet up with these groups, it's kind of a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. You're around like-minded people. And so, you know, I would say definitely new experiences do help, right? Yeah. Just changing. Kel's talking about going, hey, watch this band play or meeting new people, mingling, right? Um, I'm more of a recluse. <laughs> uh, I don't kick it. Uh, I, I, you know, and, and and I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but um, at the end of the day, there's, there's definitely something that you could be doing to move the needle right now. How consistent have you been at all the things that you know that serve you? These are questions that you need to be asking yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I haven't felt like waking up and going to the gym and I've skipped a little bit more than normal the last few weeks, but I still try to get up and go for like some sort of walk and move my body. And that's felt good, yeah. you know, cause the air's starting to get a little crispier yeah. in the morning. It feels nice watching the sun come up and just kind of be with my thoughts. Right. And so, and, that, when, and
1: when, that's maybe your way of mixing it up a little bit. You're, you that's know, what I'm doing. I'm yeah. chain
0: I'm, I'm switching. And again, because when you're doing the same shit over and over and over, you can find yourself on autopilot without even knowing that you're on autopilot because everything is so repetitive. And that's why it's good to throw a challenge in there uh, in your life and and switch things up a little bit that yeah. forces you to have a new experience, do something different outside of your normal. And when you do those, those things and you create those challenges and you have those new experiences, as you're going through it, you can start looking back and be like, "Holy shit, maybe I wasn't accomplishing a lot. I wasn't consistent at right. the things that I knew that that I knew that served me or that I knew I should be doing." Yeah. And I know that there's a the majority of people right now are not doing some of the things that they should be doing that will ultimately serve them. You know, next week, next month, next year, ten years, five mm-hmm. years, whatever it is down the road, right? And so this is just an episode, really. To call yourself out. Yeah. We're calling you out, but we're calling you out to call yourself out. Yeah. You know whether you needed this right now or not, mm-hmm. and I know that there's going to be a good chunk of people that needed this in order to kind of sit back and reflect because we get caught up in the day-to-day, and when there's problems and it that need to be solved, uh, fires that need to be put out, we don't even have time to reflect on some of the things that we should be doing uh, we don't have time to reflect on why we're in a low place. And so, if again, you're not challenging yourself, yeah. you're not going to wake up with that intent and you're going to wake up to the problem and then you're going to start creating solutions, which is right. what a great entrepreneur does. They, they, problem, here's the solution. Let's try this. Let's do this. Yeah. That's awesome. That's all fine and dandy. That's what's required just to fucking feed your family. Yeah. Cool. But what are you doing that's unrequired that other entrepreneurs aren't doing that will ultimately serve you? That's really the separator right there because 100% of people will show up to work, do the nine to five thing or operate their business. But again, The individuals that are successful, the individuals that end up being the greats are doing what's unrequired of them. Kobe Bryant was showing up at 4.30 every single morning when practice started at like 6 or 6.30. Why did he need to do that? He was already one of the better people in the league, but he's doing what's unrequired so that he can have a result that these other people don't have. And so if all you've been doing the last year, year and a half is just enough to stay afloat, again, all you're doing is what's required in order to continue to feed your family. You'll get out of a low situation when you start seeing progress, yeah. whether it's physically, whether it's financially, whether, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's true. Progress is what ultimately creates fulfillment. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the money. A lot of people are like money, 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 money. It's about progress. Individuals want to feel like that they're progressing in life, that they're not the same person that they were five years ago. And next thing you know, if you're 40, 45, 50, and you look back the last 15 or 20 years and you don't feel like that you've grown a lot, you're probably going to find yourself in that low spot, right? And so the idea is to try to have a top of mind. What can I do that I know will serve me and is going to challenge me and make me live with a little bit more intent. Yeah. And that's going to create more consistency in your life. Therefore, the results will be a lot better, whatever you're consistent at.
1: Yeah. Right? Fully agree, man. I, you know, final thought that I have is, you know, sometimes people get caught up in, in one or the other, right? They get caught up in this, you know, I have to be this way and I can't be that way, but really you can have both, but it does take discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, is, you know, becoming a high achiever is really a blessing and sometimes a little bit of a curse and you you have to go through these low points in order for you to really figure that out. So those are a blessing in themselves. Right. But I know as I've become a higher achiever and we've hit these different levels that it's like when I kind of fall off the track or I get comfortable or maybe I go back to some old habits that I enjoy, but I know aren't good for me. Then I start beating myself up like, man, I I shouldn't be drinking because I know how it affects me. Right. And but I enjoy it and I've earned it. Right. And then all of Mm -hmm. a sudden, all of a sudden, you know, you're drinking a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, and you're doing less of the things that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And so then you beat yourself up for that. And so really what I'm saying is combination of this whole episode is you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Sometimes it can be both. Structure your day, push yourself, create challenges, pay your dues, and then enjoy your life too. Meet new people, mingle, have fun, enjoy the things that you work so hard for, but don't fall off the track so hard that you're you're letting go of yourself over here and you're beating yourself up for it. Mm. You know, like create structures are fulfilling, see things through, keep those promises yourself, and then also enjoy your life too. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you go through times where you can't enjoy your life because you're working so damn hard to get to where you want to be that you forget to to really enjoy your life or or do things. Like you going on walks in the morning instead of pounding at the gym, it's like, man, you know, this is kind of fulfilling. I'm trying something new. I'm I'm you know seeing the sunset. I'm gathering my thoughts. It's a little bit different, some more unique. You're trying new things. But then you're also tasking out your day and you're completing those things as well mm-hmm. you know so i think that i think that that's things that you got to do um you can't let distractions become permanent as we're talking about yeah you know you, you can't get so far away that now you start beating yourself up that you push yourself in a further rut yeah. you know enjoy your life but pay your dues first yeah. man you know like andy says pay your dues yeah. and that's the whole point of why he says that yeah he's like man structure your day
0: out work hard early earn it and enjoy your fucking day you know i just to kind of wrap up the episode guys greats don't perform great when they only when they feel great. Yeah. Greats perform great no matter how they feel. That's why they are great, right? And I think the average person only performs great when they feel great. They feel motivated. They feel like doing whatever that thing is because it makes them feel good. Mm -hmm. But eventually you get up at 5.30 every day for a long period. It starts wearing on you a little bit, right? And so then you start pulling back a little bit because you're utilizing the feeling or emotion to make your decision opposed to the standard that you set for yourself, So if you're wanting to be great at whatever it is that you do, whether it's, again, you could be a fitness type person. You want to be great in that area. Again, it's just going to, take, it's going to take consistency. Obviously, it's going to take discipline, but it takes showing up on all the days that you don't feel like showing up. That's the only separator. A hundred percent of people can show up on the days that they feel like showing up, but then there's just a small percentage of people that show up on the days that they don't feel like showing up and still perform at a high level. Right. That's really the separator right there. And so, a hundred percent of people in the world right now have all the same distractions. This is a equal playing field. Right. The individuals that bring their focus in will be the individuals that'll make leaps and bounds over the next six months or the next year or two years. However long they want to fucking drag this thing out for them assholes, you know. So if you want to know how I really feel, just send a DM and I'll fucking unload. So um, I'll save that for another time, you know. So, uh, Anyways, we good? I'm good. I'm good. How long was that one? That's oh, fucking good, dude. That's we, good. We're, we're Is that a record? It, we're, we're bringing it down a hair because we've always, we're like, hey, let's do them short and sweet or whatever. But then next thing you know, they're an hour or so. <laughs> um, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share you know, these episodes if you're getting value out of it, because at the end of the day, you want to surround yourself with individuals that are like-minded. So make sure they're consuming the exact same type of content that you're consuming. And they're on the same wavelength or frequency or however you Describe it right. right, and so share this with friends, family, anybody that you think may be in a low spot and dealing with a lot of distractions. Probably don't share it with people that love masks or vaccines, you know, <laughs> because we've already kind of went over that a little bit. But share we, a health blog with us. Look, at, we we love everybody, you know, even if that's your thing. But don't impose your thing on us, right? I'm not going to impose my thing on you. That's really how I feel about it. Let people do what they want to do. I mean, you know, you could knock that uh, Mountain Dew out of that one dude's hand that you saw at (laughs) Smith that was like 8,000 pounds, you know, and worried about his health. But. That's yeah, a whole cart full of sodas, dude. Yeah, exactly. Why didn't you take them out? Why, <laughs> since we're controlling everybody else's life instead of our own, yeah. quit worrying about what somebody else is fucking doing and start worrying about what you're fucking doing. Yeah. You know, I think people's lives are so fucking miserable that they want to try to control other people's yeah. lives. And again, that's part of the distractions that are going yeah, on. Yeah, if in you the think world.
1: everybody's going to put you at harm, go live in a bubble. Yeah. Quit
0: worrying about everyone yeah. else. Fucking buy some land and get the fuck out. <laughs> you know, that's really what I want to do. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> there too. we go. Again, on a little little tear you know that's just what we do but we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um i thought it was a good one and i hope it's a message that uh that resonates with people i think it's something that there's mm-hmm. uh, there, well. there's definitely people that need to hear it right now and there's a lot of people that are at a low spot distracted and so you know it's time to you know dot the i's and cross the t's again and get back to us so yep guys do your thing kick ass have a good day and take care peace